shall occur that's that guy will put anybody to sleep outside the ring not inside the ring because that's him. like he's the most boring fighter in the history of boxing and they can say whatever the fuck they want they can hype him up and all that stuff but i i, I really feel bad for him because there's no way they could put him on pay-per-view he can't sell Welcome to another episode of the JMB Ray Boxing Podcast here in the Colt of Ramble Ranch in the Chingity Chenchek Studios. I'm your host, Whiskey J, the one and only. I got many names, but I'm not going to go through them because this, this is not an episode of the Ram Alcoholics Podcast. Hey, happy Thanksgiving to everyone that's listening. Hope you're all stuffing your faces and getting ready for this weekend's fight night. We got boxing news, boxing topic, boxing everything tonight. And I don't do this by myself. He got his bags packed. He's ready to go. He said, hey, let's put on the mic. Fuck it. Let's do it live. The one and only Beery in the motherfucking house. Beery. <laughs> We're doing it live. Fuck it. Do it live. You Whatever, press record. Press you press record. Do this live. Do this live. <laughs> What's up, man? What up, what up man? Happy Thanksgiving. Uh, happy Thanksgiving. Yes. It is fight week. This is pretty good. This is a pretty good fight week. You know, not bad. It's starting to get there. It's starting right? to rev up. I, I, yeah. You know, it's starting, to, it's, it's starting to rev up a little bit. Right, but right. It, it is fight week. There's a lot of stuff to talk about. Oh, yeah. But before we get into our main event of topics, let's talk about last Thursday night's fight. Beer. Beer. A fight that even put put my uh, my foster daughter to sleep. <laughs> it pretty much did. And put me to sleep, too. Uh, last Thursday... The, we're not going to talk about the, the, you know, the Formula One, Formula Uno. <laughs> Uno. <laughs> Talking about Shakur Stevenson's uh, 12 round, many people consider snooze fest. Oh. <sighs> over a capable fighter, but for some reason, people did not like it. Of course, now people, uh, Shakur Stevenson's team and Shakur Stevenson himself has said he had an injury. And did that's he? why his uh, performance was shitty. Mm. Others, like you just heard the sound bite. Rolly Romero calls him the boringest fighter out there. He he puts you to sleep, but not in the physical way. He puts you to sleep by watching his fights. I'm not gonna sit here and criticize fighters. I, I'm I'm not gonna. That's easy. I love the sweets. It's, anybody yeah. can do it. Anybody can fucking do anybody it. Anybody yeah. can shit on it. Yep. I think uh, when I said to you that night, I go, "Look shitty tonight. Look shitty tonight. Look better tomorrow." Yeah. And Shakur's that type of guy that he'll look shitty tonight. And then in the next fight, he'll look awesome. It's almost like he'll read everything. He'll hear everything everyone mm-hmm. says. And then bounce back and throw on a boxing clinic. He'll beat the shit out of somebody. He's done it before. He's done it before where, you know, he didn't look too good in a certain fight. 
comes back and then beats the shit out of somebody. Yeah. Or just puts on a master class performance, which then kind of gets everyone back into the into the good graces and go, oh, you know, he's a pound for pound fucking king. He's a soon to be pound for pound king. He's the heir apparent to Terrence Crawford. You know, he's the next Floyd Mayweather and da 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 da. Yeah. But a performance like last Thursday, after talks about you're the most avoided fighter in the world, mm-hmm. talks where you gave up 25% of a purse to fight the undisputed lightweight champion of the world, talks where you said you put down. Gervonta Tank Davis talks that said that Isaac Cruz didn't want a piece of you. Mm-hmm. All this hoopla, all this hype, all this talk from him, his team, and his fanboys like Timothy Bradley, who even Tim had to come out and even talk shit about the fight. <laughs> he did. A cra- I'm not going to say it was a boring fight. It was a shitty performance from him. I think at this moment, at the high level you are at, something is expected of you. Am I right or am I wrong? Especially when you come out saying, I would beat Pretty Boy Floyd Mayweather. I'm better than Floyd. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be the next Floyd. I don't want to be the next uh, Ward. I want to be the next Crawford. I want to be the next Shakur. And that's great. And I've always applauded fighters to say they want to do, they want to be their own man. They want to walk on their own two feet. They want to be Tommy Gunn. They don't want to be a known shadow. I get that. I applaud that. But do it in the most humblest way you can without having to say you're the best fighter. Because guess what? The internet remembers and the internet does not forgive. No. You cannot come out and say, I would beat Prime Floyd Mayweather. Pretty boy. Mm-hmm. Not money, yeah, but pretty, pretty boy. boy Floyd. Yeah. At 21 fights, yes, he's accomplished three world championships. And and, and then right now the next critique is he won the WBC belt that was, it hasn't been vacated, but it's been allocated to him. As uh, I think the Devin Haney has not announced he's vacating the division, but just he's taking an off fight. It's funny because his homie, his big bro, just criticized Boo Boo for yeah. taking the IBF belt and said, yeah. nowadays motherfuckers are happy to be email champions. <laughs> well, in this situation, your big, your little bro had the opportunity to take yeah. 25% and then become undisputed. Yeah. Instead, opted for a a belt that was basically... Here you go, just fight and win, and we give you the belt. Yeah, kind of the kind of it kind of hurts your core in that sense. I don't know if that makes it, if you get what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it totally does. It really does, and I, I'll fucking say it. No, it was it was a boring fucking fight. It was not his night, really, in the sense. Yeah, he fucking won, but it just wasn't his night. But. And that's all much I can say. It was a boring fucking fight. I'm not going to shit on him as far as by saying he ain't much shit and all that. Like, it was a boring fucking fight. You know, Floyd Floyd had, Floyd had horrible fights. Yeah, Floyd had horrible Exactly. Th- so, and, this, and this is the funny thing. one fucking night. And this is the crazy thing here. The closest I ever heard that people said they were booing and walking away of a Floyd fight was Floyd versus Carlos Baldwin. Yes. <laughs> That was the one. <laughs> that even the announce team started announcing, saying the fans are leaving mm-hmm. in the 10th round. Yeah. That didn't happen here. Of course, Timmy's saying, of course, Joey Tessitore and Timothy Bradley were both announcing that people were booing the fight. Yeah, they really were after, like, what, the second or third round? Yeah, people were fucking booing. They were saying that. But I think for people to go, because um, I've, I've been reading, well, Floyd was boring, too. No. No. Floyd... You knew when you saw Floyd fight, you were going to watch 12 rounds of master mm-hmm. master class performance oh, yeah. of defense, ring generalship, and ring IQ. You were going to see the best fight. The best fighter of this generation 
put on a boxing clinic. Last Thursday was not a boxing clinic. No. Not really. Um, Chacor did a great job neutralizing those the those Santos mm-hmm. and the sense of De Santos or those I'll just say Santos. I don't wanna you know, he did a great job neutralizing him and both uh broke copy box records of the least punches thrown yeah, within they kept twelve rounds. That. They kept mentioning that a lot. The least punches, man. The least Fuck. Not the most. That's the most. The least punches thrown. <laughs> Like they said, it was ridiculous low. In a world championship fight. Yeah. That has never been done before. Shakur Stevenson now has something to brag about, saying he was in a fight where he became the lowest punching output on both fighters. On both fucking fighters, man. So, <clears throat> how can I say? Like I said, look shitty tonight, look better tomorrow. But yeah. It's kind of hard to sell that. You know, he doesn't have his, you know, especially nowadays, you know, before... Promoters would jam this fight, would shove this fighter down networks' uh, faces. Yeah. It's kind of hard nowadays when you don't have a... I'm sorry, I don't want to... I feel like I'm being contradictive here. When you don't have a social media following. (laughs) That's... If you don't have a gimmick behind you. Tank has a... Tank is his own hype. Yeah. He knocks motherfuckers out. That's cool. his actually his big hype, yes. That that's the hype behind him. He's a motherfucking mini Mike Tyson. We know you're gonna see someone get knocked out. You're gonna see someone get knocked down in a Tank Davis fight. You know what I mean? Yeah. When you watch Ryan Garcia, you see the fast handed, the flash, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. That's the gimmick. Tiafima Lopez is the celebration, you know, and the fact that he is out there, you know, winning world title belts and doing all this stuff. All these guys have something going for him. At this moment, Shakur does not have an identity. That's what mm, I'm trying to allude to. Yeah, not really at the moment. You don't no. have an identity, so it's hard for a guy like Bob Arum to sell him. Yeah. It's hard to sell him. You know, after a performance like this, it's going to be hard to sell him to a to a, to a Lomachenko, uh, uh, Camboza's winner. It's hard to sell him. Yes, he has a belt. But if anything has shown in, in, in this new generation of fighters, belts don't matter. It's the payday. If mm-hmm. the people want to see us fight, then we're going to fight. Yeah. At this moment, no one is clamoring to want to watch a course Stevens and fight again. After that, no. No. You know, if he would have textbooks boxed the shit out of this fighter, like oh. made him look silly, then the fans would have been like, dude, I want to see him versus Tank. I want to see what a guy like Tank and a slick fighter boxer like tank the uh, uh, slick fighter like Shakur Stevenson can do to get in the ring. Mm-hmm. After last Thursday, nobody wants to see him fight. No, not really. Nobody wants to see him fight Devin Haney. Nobody wants to see him fight Tank. Nobody wants to see him. His contract with Top Rank is expired. And I said it. And I said it on last Saturday. That's the uh, last week's episode. It would be funny if we watch the fight and the announced Cambosas for Lomachenko. It's getting close now. Mm-hmm. Tank, some um, Shakur's contract is over. You're not a markable fighter at the moment. PBC is looking for a new mar- a new uh, network to plug themselves in. So free agency, where are you going to go? Mm-hmm. Golden Boy doesn't have the talent you want. No. You know, they don't have the fights you want. PBC is in limbo at the moment. Showtime is done. Top rank at this moment is kind of like... Top rank's the only thing that makes sense because you can get him Lomachenko. You can get him the Loma. Yeah. But after that... Fight we what we saw on Thursday that definitely for less money. exactly for less money it 
does not intrigue you much anymore at the moment wanting to see him fight against Lomachenko or Cambrosis, really. And that fuck to me, it fucking hurt him. So he needs to do something, yeah, that kind of makes the, the fans demand to see him in in the ring with guys like Lomachenko and Cambrosis and, and Haney and, uh, and, and oh, my God, I was like Gamboa, uh, Tank Davis. <laughs> like, that's... That's what he needs to do right now. Well, Haney, let's be honest. Haney is not going to come back to 135. He no. is going to be a career 140 he's, at the moment. He looks like he's going to be 140, yes. Lomachenko is off right now. He's recouping. Most likely, he's in a collision course at the uh, Boxy Rumors, which we'll put it up right now. Boxy Rumors is that Vasily Lomachenko versus the Cambosas is, is scheduled for April. Yeah. In, Austra- in Australia. Australia. <laughs> <laughs> Tank Davis yeah, has yet to announce a fight yet, but... Um, it was announced, I think, last week or this week mm-hmm. by uh, his his team. He doesn't want to fight Isaac Cruz. He feels Isaac Cruz is a step backwards, and they're now going through a list of fighters who want to fight. The only other fight that makes sense to me for Tank, you're just talking about for Shakur. Shakur, okay, is William Sabeda. Okay, William Sabeda, who just <laughs> fought and got and knocked out Mercito Gijesta at, uh in September. Isaac Cruz, but he, he would have to be okay with being the, the B side of this fight. Yeah. Isaac is the A side. Frank Martin's a possibility. That fight wasn't going to happen, but, you know, Frank Martin said no. And then, other than that, that's about it. Like, you know, if he fights Cambosa's Lomachenko winner, he would have to be the B side. And yeah. if you saw that, if we saw what the Haney fight that didn't happen, he doesn't want to be the B side. He is. When you hang around with Terrence Crawford, you're going through the Terrence Crawford School of Business. <laughs> you think you you value yourself higher than you really are. Mm-hmm. It's going to take a fighter like an Errol Spence to be like, hey, let's cut the bullshit. I think you're a good fighter. I'm a good fighter. Let's make a deal that's fair for you, fair for me. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think maybe we might find it, maybe not. But I think against Isaac Cruz, he's the B-side. Yeah. Isaac Cruz has a bigger name. He's Mexican. Has a following. Bob Aaron can promote it on Mexican Independence Day. Against Lomachenko, against Lomachenko, it's a good fight. But the fans are going to want to watch the whole promotions behind Loma. Loma. Yep. Loma's a marketable fighter. And even Cambosas. Cambosas is a marketable fighter. Shakur would have to go to Australia to get the money he wants. Yeah. You're right. He has to be the B-side, like you said. And he's not, not going to want to give up that. He really thinks he's the A-side. And that's right there, his own fucking problem right there. That's his own fucking problem. Now, if he decides to move up to Junior Walterweight, there's a good amount of fighters, but he's going to do the same thing. He's still yeah, a B-side. he's still the B-side. And after a performance like this, it's kind of hard to argue that he deserves mm-hmm. A-side, A-side uh, money, A-side uh, priority. Yeah. After a performance like this, you got to remember, I've said it before and i say it again, it's not what you've done, it's what you've done lately. Lately. <laughs> And everyone's gonna remember this fight, and you to, and for you to fight another guy below the rankings is not a good look for you. Mm-hmm. Give him, you gotta go up, you can't go down. Exactly. He needs to make like some type of sacrifice. You know, you get me. Like he he needs to realize that. Yeah. Other fighters have done it. Haney did it. Exactly. Haney did. Haney took less money. Went to Australia. There we go. So just so he can be the position he's in, he's he, he's in right now, kind of same thing, same story with Floyd Mayweather. Yeah, you know, I don't think he really. I, I mean, I could be wrong, but I don't think he uh, 
he kind of lied completely of the money he got with. Maybe he did like the Deloitte fight, but I'm pretty sure he felt like he could have got more. After that, look at that. He he became now the A side. Now he I fucking think, dictated. That. I think he Floyd knew that if I take less money in this Delahoya fight, right? which you know, according to him, I think he wanted to guarantee ten million, ten million or fifteen million for the fight. He probably did get it. He probably did. He right? probably did think he deserved more. I think he felt if I get this fight, I'll have the machine behind me there we because go. they're going to see what I can bring to the table, mm-hmm. my character. And that's all he wanted was a spotlight on him so he can show the character of yeah. Floyd Mayweather. There we go. And, cre- and basically create this machine that he did, which is the Money mm-hmm. Mayweather persona. Shakur at this moment. Sorry, I just drank a fucking <laughs> Topo Chico. Shakur at this moment is um in the Terrence Crawford School of Business. Yeah. <laughs> where my talents should match my market value. Mm-hmm. And it's the opposite. Your talents is great. Like, no one is questioning no one. Shakur's talent. No. But your market value is here. I'm going to use Jim Lampley. Remember what he said? Bang. Bang. No, 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 I'm, no, sorry. no I'm sorry. I'm, sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to use Larry Merchant. I'm sorry. Thank you. Thank you. Larry Merchant. What did he say about Floyd Mayweather? Floyd Mayweather is the most skilled fighter. <laughs> he'll, never, he'll never be a De La Hoya. But he also said another comment. If, if this was based on your skills, then he would be the highest paid fighter of all time. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. th- and then that followed through with, he he considers himself at the level of a De La Hoya, but he'll never get to the De La Hoya level. Yep. So a lot of people forget that he started out by saying, Floyd thinks because of his skills, if, if if purses were based on skills, he'd be the highest paid fighter, he said. Yeah. But he's not. He is chasing to be, he's chasing to be at the level of a De La Hoya, and that's when the comment came out that he'll never be a De La Hoya. Yeah. He'll never reach the levels of a De La Hoya. That's what he said. That's yeah. what Larry Merchant said. The same equivalent comes down to Crawford and Shakur. When it came down to levels, yes, if 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 uh, purses if purses were based on the level of, of of what they are, they would be in the Forbes top ten best uh, highest paid athletes. Yeah. You're right, yeah. but it's not. It's the marketability. Terence Crawford did not have marketability. Terence Crawford to this day would not be. A pay-per-view star would not have the attention if it wasn't for a guy like Spence who dared to be great and said, mm-hmm. fuck it. I want to fight him. The, he's the glass guy standing in between me and cementing my legacy right at welterweight. He took a leap of faith and did yeah. All Crawford did was just bide his time, wait it out, waited for the opportunity to come to him, mm-hmm. and he finally did. Is Shakur going to do that? Is Shakur going to go through all the tomato cans to get to, the, to get to an opportunity like this? From the looks of it, he doesn't. But from the situation with Devin Haney, which was 25% is less, it's like, no, no, fuck that. I don't want that. I deserve more. Like, mm-hmm. why do you deserve more? You're a two-time world champ. Good, but he's the fucking undisputed champ. He's the one that's been fighting the top-tier names at the moment. You're mm-hmm. moving up, you know. Bill Haney, Devin Haney, they knew they knew the deal here. Yeah. I'm the A-side here. You're the B-side. At this moment, my name is right now circling the boxing world. Yours isn't. It's what you've done, not what you've done lately. Mm-hmm. It's it's not what you've done, it's what you've done lately. And lately, my name is out there. I just beat Loma. I'm undisputed. Mm-hmm. People are talking about me. Yep. So I deserve to be there. So he knew the market value. He Devin Haney knew his mar- his value in, in the market. Yeah. Shakur's value in the market is over exceeding what he thinks it is. It's it's actually under. It's not what he thinks it's at. Yeah. 
Now, if he wants these fights, he's gonna have to he's gonna have to give up some concessions to one of these fighters. And which is funny because Terence Crawford did the same thing when he went to England to fight Ricky Burns. I'm assuming he gave up a lot to go to. Ricky, I'm sure he did. Yeah, to go get that WBO 135 mm-hmm. belt. I'm assuming he did. So here, Shakur has to do the same. And it sounds like he doesn't want to give in at the moment, but he, he needs to. Well, I mean, the one fight that would have made sense was the Frank Martin fight, but Frank Martin. I think uh, I forgot what happened. I, I think he backed out or something happened. But he was offered twenty five percent, and Shakur contradicted himself, saying twenty five percent is nothing. But then criticized Frank Martin by saying, "Well, you should fight me. Twenty five percent is the biggest payday of your life." <laughs> well, that's what Devin Haney said to you, and you said no. Yeah. But for Shakur at this moment, I think his team. I know he's saying injury, and I think sometimes I think fight. I, sometimes I think fighters say that. To cover up the bad performances. It could be true. could not be true. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But sometimes they do cover it up to, to... Especially if it's a poor performance like that. Yeah. Especially when you had this hype train all week hyping yourself all up. All fucking week. Oh, man. I beat up... I, I beat up Tank. I actually knocked him down. <laughs> like you're saying all this shit. And you do a performance like that. You know what's going to happen now. Yeah. Like you, yeah, right. You beat up Tank Davis. Yeah, you barely beat up this guy. You know, oh, I, I put a beating on Tank. Bro, you barely, you didn't even touch this other guy. Like, dude, how are you going to say that? Oh, this girl's injured. I fucked up. Wait, what? Like when Manny Pacquiao versus Floyd Mayweather. Yeah. Oh, Floyd, Manny's going to knock him out. Yeah. You know, Manny's <laughs> even going. And then, ah, my uh, shoulder, I, I injured it two years ago. And, and, finally, and I don't know where it finally flared up for him, right? <laughs> it didn't flare up on Cotto. It didn't flare up on Margarito. And it didn't flare, right. up, it didn't flare up the three times he fought Marquez. They didn't flare up the three times he fought Bradley, but the fight that it did flare up was the fight that it mattered the most. Like, and I get it. And sometimes I think it's just it's it's a coping mechanism for them to justify their shitty performance. Yeah, performance, yeah. But again, I'm not saying that it's not true. But history has shown that fighters will use excuses to kind of justify it. Justify stuff. it, yeah. Like, oh, I was off, you know. Oh, it weight train. Mm-hmm. No, it was this. It's a it's a it's a coping mechanism. You you can't accept defeat, so you have to use a you have to latch on to something to keep you yeah. going. Yeah, and that's what I think here with Shakur. All right, you got any, uh, spot. Uh, no, you know I was looking. Um, not much at the moment. I mean, there was uh, I guess like I guess it was a face off with uh, David Haney and uh, Regis Progress. That was pretty intense. That that's making me want to watch the fight even more. So continue with that, man. They need to continue with that. Hopefully the zone doesn't drop the ball here. Hopefully I, I, not. They're Fuck doing a no. good. Prom- they're doing a good thing and fight. They're promoting the next five weeks as like, look, you know, we're ending the year with a bang. You know, we got Devin Haney, we got uh, Ryan Garcia, we got Katie Taylor, we got all these fights in the next five weeks. Only here on the zone. Yeah, I think they're doing a good job because I've been seeing a lot of that. They should keep doing that. They really should actually. This is probably the most I've seen in, in a long time. I will. I would say that. Yeah. Well, if I'm the zone, you have no excuse. Your only competitor is now ESPN top rank. Yeah. This is your this is your chance to end it with the bang. I totally agree. So I um, totally agree. Um, you know, Boots, Aaron, in it, Jaron Ennis, he's you know calling on Crawford. So, what do you think of that? Do you think a guy like Crawford, after a performance like that, should defend it against? Um, should should fight Boots, or is it like, you know, high risk, low reward? No, I'll say this: if he's gonna stay at one hundred forty seven, yes. But here's the thing. If you're going to move up, then no. 
But here's the other thing too. He's also stated, and in the press conference, he barely made 147. He doesn't think he'll there stay 147. Go. He talked about fighting Miguel Miguel Cotto. He talked about fighting Canelo Alvarez in 168. But when the when the talks of uh, the rematch was spent, oh, it's at 147. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. You said you were, you know, you you also struggled to make 147. You'd be open to 154. So you'd be open to fight at 154 <laughs> for the Olympic belt. At best, you're willing to move up to 168 because mm-hmm. you think that good, but. Negotiations here. Oh, 147. I don't get what it is. I, I don't get it either. I really don't. I, I don't. I'm over here like, what, what is it, fucker? Like, you, is it? Can you make 147? Can you continue there? Or do you want to move up to 154? And that's how I'm fucking seeing it. So if he's not going to stay at 147, then yeah, don't fight him. Don't fight him. Move up then. But if you're all planning to stay there, why not? Either either him, right? Boots or a rematch for Spence. That's how I see it, in my opinion. Well, technically, I think he had until the end of this year to make the fight happen, no? Yeah, he did. And I think, I don't know if that expires. I guess so. If I'm I mean, sp- he lost his belt. He lost one, I'm sorry, he lost one of the belts. Which I think is... You know? Yeah, I know. There's, there's some controversy on that one, yes. But it's bogus. To me, it's bogus. Same thing happened of Josh Taylor. Josh Taylor won the belts, but then... <laughs> right? <laughs> he, what, he lost, like, what, pretty much all three? Yeah, lost all three. All three, I believe. All three out of the four, yeah. So There's controversy to this, really. Yeah. So to me, it's kind of this ruins the sense of boxing because it ruins, it, does. it ruins the whole glamour. Undisputed, I'm undisputed. I'm the I'm the number one man. Like at this moment, I'm undisputed, but I got stripped of one of my belts. Wait, 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 wait. So are you really undisputed? Yeah. Are you really though? You know, I, I like the fact that you know in the early 2000s we had that whole, you know, let's uh let's fight for the lineal belts when the lineal belts actually matter. Yeah. Because that actually established the you know the you know the man to beat the man to beat the man to be like there was a lineage behind it, mm-hmm. but even that got muddied up. No, oh, yeah. <laughs> when a certain promoter bought the fucking bought the magazine, and all of a sudden, a lot of his fighters were Ring Magazine fighters. Yeah, <laughs> I'm talking about Oscar the Hoya, ladies and gentlemen. Oscar the Hoya bought Ring Magazine. Yep. And out of nowhere, they started promoting Ring Magazine belts, and I was saying, oh, that's a legit belt. That's a legit belt, and, and it was coincidental. A lot of the belts. That were Ring Magazine were held by Golden Boy Fighters. Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of like, uh, it's kind of hard, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah so and, and then, of course, uh, reports are saying that Char- Jermell Charlo vacated his uh, IBF Super World to a world title. I think he moves up to 160. Seems I, I think, like, yeah, it looks like I don't think he stays, yeah. yeah. I'm watching right here. It says, vacates belt ahead of the purse bid. Yeah, apparently it's going to be done with Jack... Cold K versus oh my god I can't even say his name Mortazaville Morta, something like that we'll fight for the vacant belt vacant belt well, the, I, I I, think well was wasn't he stripped of the WBO as soon as he stepped into the ring I think so yeah so Tim Zhu's the legit champ yeah at this moment I wouldn't even fight for the belt I move up to one sixty yeah I fucking agree one sixty is the best uh, weight class for him to move up to now and let the one fifty four pound division move without yeah, him He's I already, fucking agree. What you fucking say there? Uh, and that's really all the news so far that I'm I'm seeing here. You know, uh, you know, Ryan, Ryan Garcia, of course, mentioning he wants a rematch with Tank. Nothing new there. Mentioning the the weight the weight yeah, training, the weight training. He wants to fight him really when he wants to be 100. percent And to me, that's where I go. You know, he, he needs to rank up the wins, build it up for possibly get a rematch. I go. Right now, he needs to focus on winning. Getting good fights, good opponents, and the rumor that I think he's gonna fight Teal. There's a there's a rumor on that. That next man. year, and he says that he's one. If he needs to beat those guys, he says to 
Get Tank. He's willing for that. He goes, I'm just like, fuck, man. I don't know. Think twice. Careful what you wish for. I think he gets, he gets eaten alive by Teal. Exactly. I was like, for him, I don't like the idea with, with Teal because he, he will get eaten alive. Well, we'll see how he looks. But, I mean, if any of the indication of those videos he's posting up show anything. Oh. <laughs> I, I, I got to say something about that one now. Now, the one the people that are posting that, I'm over here like, okay, I, I mean, everyone's saying it. He's not... He's not uh, protecting himself, right? He puts his hands down when he when he throws a left hook, right? You keep mentioning that to me. You always tell me that. And I say two things. I go, either one, I mean, are they fucking stupid? Why are they posting that knowing that he's known for that? Are they that fucking dumb? I go, or is it a, a strategy where they want to fool everyone? You get me to the point where, like, okay, he, he, he probably did learn, but he wants to, everyone to think he hasn't learned. That's the two things I'm thinking of. I think he thinks Tank's a special talent. Tank was able to time me, and that's not going to happen again. You know, it's going to take a special talent to do that to me. Yeah. And it doesn't really have to because, you know, you can just train for that punch. Train yeah, for that punch. You can exactly. train for that combo. Like, you know, you already know what he brings to the table. You just have to keep training for it. You know, I just I don't think he doesn't have the heart. Yeah. Sadly, that's... Uh that's in question, big time. I think he doesn't have heart. I think uh, he's. I, I've always compared him to this generation's Victor Ortiz. Yeah, you know, I'm too pretty to get hurt. <laughs> I don't deserve to get hit like this. I think he's like that. I think you know that Duke Campbell fight. Yeah, he got he got up off of that, mm-hmm. dusted himself off, did a great thing. But I think, I think he looked himself in the mirror after that fight and said, "Do I really want to keep doing this? Like, do I really want this? Yeah, you know, like I have a great career right now. Like, I got, I got." Sponsorships. I'm fucking. Yeah. I got eight million followers. Like I got. Pfft. Do I really need to do this? So I think it was kind of like you're when you're one foot in, one foot out. But at the same time, you know the critique is no one respects you as a man, and you try to go after the guy who you're you 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 feel they respect the most. Who's the yeah. most feared fighter because he's a puncher, and you try to go out there and you know you did you did great. You know you you had your moments, but. You know, this is what happens when you fight a guy like Tank that's dedicated to the sport, and yeah. you're not. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You can have all the skills in the world, but if you don't have dedication behind it, yeah, you know, it doesn't matter. doesn't really matter. And that's something he needs to work on. And that's something that he's been called out for by even Canelo. <laughs> he doesn't have dedication for it. No. He, he, no, he's just, you know, he wants to just ride on his fucking, on his speed. And no wrong fighters. Guess what? After a fight like this, a lot of fighters become more um, more ballsy to fight you now. Because yeah. now they're like, oh, okay, I know what to do. Remember when Loma? I was about to say. Ev- everyone started getting ballsy with Loma after the Teal fight. Like, oh, shit, this fucker. Sergey Kovalev. Some fighters got a little ballsy with him after the yeah. fight with... Um, the two with, fights with Ward. The two fights with Ward. Yep. They got ballsy with him. Like, after, yep. even Triple G. Yeah, you're, you're a right. Lot, a lot of... The aura of invincibility starts wearing down. Yeah. And so a lot of fighters become ballsy. And this is the first fight we're going to see. Is, is this fighter going to be ballsy enough to take mm-hmm. it to him? Is he going to take his fucking heart? You know, that's what we're going to see. Yeah, that's what we're gonna, really going to see on December 2nd. Yeah, December 2nd. December 2nd. All right. You ready? Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go into our predictions or main event of this evening. All right, so uh, let me cube up the music. Let me uh, find the thing. And ladies and gentlemen, these are our predictions. What's your prediction for the fight? Prediction? Yes, prediction. 
Hey, woman. <laughs> you ever been with a real man? I saw that movie last week. I did you? Shut up, old man. <laughs> man, man, man. I'm wrecked number one. Wrecked number one. That means I'm the best. Then obviously, that does mean you're the best. That's, that's obvious. You do. That does mean you're the best. That you're the best. You know, you really have a big mouth. Well, come down and shut it down, Bob. Oh, come on. Yeah, that's pretty funny. All right. Mr. T, man. Clip relay. Las Vegas, Nevada, T-Mobile Arena. We have, for the WBC Interim Super Middleweight Championship of the World, we got David Benavides versus Demetrius Andre, 12 rounds of boxing. But before that, in the co-main event, I think this is the second time in history where brothers are fighting on the same card at a pay-per-view. Yeah, right. But Charles did it first. Charles did it first, yes. And this will be the second pay-per-view where brothers fight in a co-main event. Like I said, David Benavides versus Demetrius Andre in the co-main event. The former... Junior welterweight, super welterweight, current WBC middleweight champion, fights Jose Benavides, 10 rounds, middleweights. And then our third fight is Sabiro Mayats versus, uh, I can't pronounce that guy's name, but yeah. <laughs> For the uh, IBF Junior uh, mid- welterweight championship of the world, yeah. yeah. And now it's uh, Sohan, Sohan Orozkov, Orozkov, Orozkov's. Chicken waffles. Show, show, Showtime did post this, right? Not long you ago. You got the card? We see the card. Oh, the, the video or? No, like the actual, uh, uh, the whole card, I think. I, I do remember they posted that, actually. Send that to me. Or if you have it, see? Let's see. Let's see. Is that what you're seeing? So, yeah, so it's going to be. Oh, so this is the opener. So I guess it's the opening fight. This is WBA Super Welterweight Belt. Hector Luis Garcia versus Lamont Roach. That's okay. not a bad fucking no, that's fight. That's not bad. And then yeah, the the Call IBF Sujoner Walterweight title fights, and the Comey Divinus. Yeah, so it's fucking uh, Sibrio Matis uh, Matias versus Shohan. Or uh, I mean, he's European. <laughs> I was about to say. <laughs> Let me read. He's it. European. He's European. He's European. Is your pin? You want to pronounce it better because I went to the Omani school district. <laughs> so, what? Severio Matias versus Shojahun Ergazif. There you go. <laughs> See, it sounds about right. I kind of pranked and shopped that a little bit, but yeah. I still feel I don't think I got it. But right. I think you said it way better than I did. I think you said it better than All right, so let's go down the card. Who do you got? Hector Garcia or Lamont Roach? Uh, you know, I'm going to go with Roach. <clears throat> Roach. Let me let me find out when's the last time Lamont Roach right? fought. He looks mean. <laughs> Lamont, Lamont Roach was a good prospect. Dude. He was a good prospect. Actually, yeah, I remember that he was. That's actually, why I mentioned him. Yeah, like yeah, he was always on the, on those uh, Golden Boy undercards. Right? He was, uh, yeah, he was actually a real good prospect. He's twenty eight years old. Let me check his uh, box rack right now. Check pull up box rack. So twenty three wins, one loss, uh, one draw, and nine KOs. He's not a KO artist. He is ranked. He is ranked by the world. Uh, what the fuck is he ranked? He's fighting. <laughs> he's fighting. Doesn't say where he's ranked at, but all right. Oh, he's fighting Hector Garcia. His last fight was last year, last July. July of last year. Yep. Fuck. Oh shit! The, so they're not fighting at the team over. They're fighting at the Michelob Ultra Arena, which used to be the old uh, Mandalay Bay. Arena. Oh, okay. Basically, the Mandalay Bay. All right. Okay, I completely fucked My up. Bad. So My Hector bad, Garcia folks. hasn't fought this since uh, this year. Wow. When he fought Tank Davis at January seventh for our famous uh, Whittier Fight Club. 
Oh, yeah, you're right. That is him, yes. So, Lamont Roach has not fought in one year. Wow. So, last well, let's, July. Last July. I'm stuck with Roach. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give that motherfucker a chance. He's been inactive. You going to go Roach? I'm going to say Roach. I think Roach wins. How, for Hector Garcia, you had a great fight. You were kind of in there with him. And, yeah, and, he was. He was in there with And Tank. then Tank stepped it up yeah, and uh, fucked him up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Hector Garcia. Okay, I'm gonna right. go decision Hector. Decision, Garcia. me too. I say this I goes go, twelve rounds. I go I go unanimous decision. I uh-huh. think I think it'll be I think uh I think the I think Lamont Roach picks it up in the late rounds, but I think it'll be too far gone in points mm-hmm. wise. Yeah, maybe that'll maybe. be a wide yeah. the wide wide margin of a win. Yeah. for for uh, Hector Garcia. All right, what's the next one? All right, then the next one. Let's see. Of course, is uh, what. So, Brio Matias versus uh, Shohan Ergaziv. You're a pin. IBF Junior Welterweight title. Yep, IBF Junior Welterweight title. On the line, yep. This was the, that's the, one of the fights on the other card, yep. Uh, I'm going to go uh, for the, I'm going to go for the... <laughs> I was the European? The European. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing, too. I'm going to go with the Europe. I think the European will take it. I think he will beat the uh, this guy that looks like Chris Rock. Yeah. So he's a IBF junior welterweight. <laughs> so that means, so yeah, because Josh Taylor got stripped of all the belts. Right, this, there this we go. This the is a 140, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, makes sense, right? I'll say this right now. Yeah. Winner of this fight might get tapped in to fight Tank Davis. Maybe. Maybe. I'm put that right now. Absolutely right. But they're putting these fools on. Tank's looking for a fight next year. He does. He is actually. Waiting. These guys yes. would be ready for fucking April. I would say April, right? Yeah, April. April. Tank will probably make. Uh, he'll make his return. Yeah, I, I see that. Right, uh, and of course the co-main event: Jermall Charlo versus Jose Benavides Jr. This is a ten-round middleweight bout. Ten rounds. The belt is now on the line. This is kind of where I feel weirded out. So there's no belt on the line here. Um, and this is at 160, right? All right, all right, 160. Okay, all right, no catch, rain, no bullshit. All right, so I'm sorry. I'm going to make my prediction on the weigh-in. Something tells me this fucker is going to be, is not going to come in and wait for some reason. Ooh. Charlo. Really? I don't know why. Yeah. I could be wrong. I could be fucking wrong, all right? Let's put it that way. I mean, I, let, let me just bring that up, all right? But I why? Why? Because probably the last time I saw him, maybe a couple weeks ago, doing the interviews, he just... I don't know. Doesn't doesn't look like you know, he, he's making weight. I don't know because he, of the long he, layoff. He, I was talking to Gabe, shout out to Carnitas King. Yeah. Um and to me he doesn't look motivated, maybe. Yeah, he doesn't look just, motivated. He looks hey, maybe make my return, get this payday. Yeah, like, there you go. I was hey, talking, it's, it's just gay. His last <laughs> fight his last <laughs> fight I'm getting from him. It was June 19, 2021. Fuck. His last fight. He got a decision win over Juan Macias Montiel. I do remember watching that fight with you, and we were talking about how, like, you know, it wasn't his best performance. That was his last time. That was his last fucking fight. He just doesn't. two and a half years ago. He does not look. It's almost like they told him, hey, win this fight, you get Canelo in May. (laughs) Shit. Shit, what else? <laughs> Lions only. And Benavides last fought August twelfth of this year. 
He fought, I'm assuming, in the undercard. In the, uh, Did he? Okay. Yeah, he fought somewhere. I thought he fought. He TKO'd his opponent in five. All right. I thought it was against Danny Garcia then. All right. No, after the, Danny, after the Danny Garcia loss, which was considered a... I think it was considered a yeah, it was a hundred hundred and fifty four pound fight. He then fought that was in May and then August. No, July. He damn he was a quick turnaround then. Wow, okay. Yeah, because he fought in July thirtieth and then he fought August twelfth against uh oh no, so he fought Danny Garcia July July thirtieth, twenty twenty two. Damn, mm-hmm. so Danny hasn't fought since the last year. Since the last year, dude. And that was a pretty good fight, by the way. I barely saw that a couple months ago. Yeah, so, so he fought Danny uh, 2022 uh, July and then fought this year in August in, uh, I don't know where, so it says MGM National Harbor in Oxen Hills. And he got a TKO against <laughs> some guy named Saldin uh, Hanjanjin. Hanjanjin. So that's who he fought. <laughs> so Benavides is a fresher fighter at the moment who's kept at least fighting once a year. Jamal isn't. Yeah. Oh man, Benavides! I'll say. You know what I say about Benavides? G- guy's sturdy as fuck. He is actually. He peaked. You know, he took. He, he took it to Crawford. Kind of don't want to take him lightly, really. He's, That's he's a guy fried. you, you don't, don't take him lightly. lightly. Take him lightly. <laughs> he he. Uh, you know, he was game against uh, Danny. Yeah, he was. He, fuck yeah, he was. He was game against I, Danny. I don't blame him for him thinking he won that fight. I was like, hey, you know what? I can see why he thought that way. He's pretty he, competitive. Yeah. Yeah, so he, he's game against Danny. I think he'll be game against Charlo. What does a Charlo, who's been gone for two years since 2021, his last fight? 2022 didn't fight. And almost this year. So it's what, a year and a half? Uh, for 2021, 2022. So it's a year and a half he's been gone. Almost listening to really June of 2021, right? Yeah. That's, fuck, that's two and a half, yeah. basically two and a half, half years, fucking yeah, years, right. dude. I'm not soft. I'm, I that's got, okay. It's, I, got, yeah, I, got that's, dad, I got dad brain. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's, woof. Yeah, dude, that's uh, that's two and a half fucking years he's been out. And again, but Benavides hasn't fought since like a couple of months ago, right? I'm like, going to call this. Yeah. Charlo, right. knockout, eighth round. Wow. Really? Benavides is moving up. You gotta imagine Benavides started as a junior welterweight. Okay, yeah, welter. So this like he was a, a career junior welter junior welterweight. Mm-hmm. Then he f- moved up to fight. Uh, let me pull it. Let me pull up his buck. He moved up to fight Crawford. Then got beat up by Crawford. Thing is, that's beating heavyweight, man. Right? Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah. So he was a junior welterweight. Then he fought Crawford. Yeah. Then he fought. One more time at Walt. Oh no, it's okay. Here, here. Hold my bad. No, this guy. This guy's been jumping up and down. Fuck. So, so since 2015, he fought at 140. Then out of nowhere, and uh, the 2015, he moved. He fought at a catchweight at 152. Then he made his welterweight debut in 2016. Then fought at a catchweight of of junior uh, junior super welterweight at 149. Basically, it's that's almost Walt. That's junior welterweight, that's super welterweight, super welterweight. Yeah. Then after that, dropped back down to welterweight to fight at welterweight. Then moved up. Then he moved. He stayed and fought Crawford. After Crawford, he moved up to middleweight and fought at one hundred at catchweight of one fifty eight and a half. What the fuck? Then <laughs> dropped down to. So this guy's been up and down. <laughs> he really He's, is. Then, then after that fight. Which he uh, he got a, a majority draw with. Then he fought Danny Garcia at one fifty three 
and then this Friday, this Saturday night. Oh no! After that, then he moved up. Then he moved up a couple pounds north to middleweight, fight at one fifty eight and a half, and then this Saturday night he's fighting a middleweight again. So this guy's been from junior welterweight to middleweight, yeah. and throughout since twenty fifteen, he's been up and down. Game fighter, but I got Charlo. I think Charlo packs a punch. I think Benavides is gonna put is gonna put on the is gonna put on some pain. I think Charlo's gonna take a minute for him to warm up. As soon as I think he warms up in the fourth round, or unless Benavides hits him with a good punch that makes him think like maybe I don't have it anymore, but I doubt it. I think he takes him at least four rounds to warm up. As soon as he warms up, I think that's when the action begins. And when the action begins, I feel that Jamal Charlo's power is gonna start taking start taking effect into Benavides. And I think he's going to catch Benavides because guess what? Benavides got shot in the leg. He's a one-legged fighter. That's the reason Danny was able to do what Danny did on this last fight. And I think Charlo's going to be able to do the same. Benavides will have moments. But Charlo's one of those fucking great counterpunchers. You make one mm-hmm. mistake and bam, right in the kisser. I I just think he's going to suffer in this fight, Charlo. I'm just I'm just going based off of how long he's been out, dude. I'll be surprised if he does very well. So, But you don't even think he's going to make weight. Exactly. Exactly. For Char- for Charlo, he needs his win because if he gets his win, he gets a he gets a paper. He gets a big fight he, against he Plants. He gets a big fight against Canelo. I was. He could even get the Benavides. He, he could. Get, yeah, he could. Because this is a great storyline. Like, yeah. You beat the oh, little brother. The little gets- brother. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I say. Yeah. No. I say Charlo wins not by knockout. He, but this guy escapes by a fucking twelve round decision, <laughs> in my opinion. And I can just see the story. Ten round. I'm sorry, 10 rounds. There we go. I think this goes 10 rounds, and I can hear the whole story. It's like, yeah, you know what? This was not a great performance for him. What do you think it's a non-sanctioned WBC fight? What does that fucking say, in my opinion? You haven't defended the belt in two and a half years. You haven't defended it in a very long time. Um, he, he might get stripped soon. And also... The fact that he hasn't been. Right? It's even shocking. Exactly. So, I don't know. Can it be that he feels like, yeah, you know what? He's just not going to be in that division anymore. This is For him, he looked at it as like, you know what? This is just kind of my comeback. I don't want to do 12 rounds. I mean, you get me? This is why I'm questioning, like, will he make weight? We'll see. I think he makes weight. I don't know. I mean, you see? Exactly. My, now you got me doubting it, but I, I, I want to say he does. I began to doubt it. I'm like, you know what? My guess is he's not. If he does, hey, fucking awesome. Great. But if he does not make weight, I'm not going to be surprised. I'll say that. I'm not surprised, not surprised motherfucker. motherfucker. But I, I still think he will pull off the victory, but not as uh, probably impressive. Hey, if he does, I mean, that would be freaking surprising for me. You know, set up a nice surprise for, for myself. But I, I don't really see him... Scoring the knock, the knockout in the eighth or any fucking round. I think this goes to ten rounds. He wins by decision. All right. All right, and go to the main event of the evening. It's the WBC interim belt. So it means the, the winner of this gets a shot at Canelo. WBC has already said that if David Benavides wins, he would become the mandatory for Canelo. So Canelo and mm. Canalvarez either get stripped, which I don't oh. think they're going to strip Canelo. Yeah. You know, or, you know, basically, he gets shipped. All right, you got David <laughs> Benavidez, the the former two-time WBC champion mm-hmm. versus the former middleweight champion of the world, Demetrius Boo Boo Andrade. Yep. B-Ray, oh. this is a fight that I think for a like guy like uh, Demetrius Andrade, he should have got a fight like this like years ago. Yeah. He spent slumming it with Europeans. 
with a matchroom awaiting a Caleb, uh, Jake, Danny Jacobs fight, awaiting a Canelo fight, never did. The leaves, he gets a fight in the undercard of a Caleb Plant fight, Benavidez fight. <laughs> Literally, he's, he's like, what, the second opener? Right. That's got to be depressing. You're the second opener of the guy you're fighting tonight, that Saturday night. He barely wins that fight. He struggled in that fight, he looks. He struggled. And now he gets a main of he gets a t- uh, basically an opportunity to cement where I think a lot of people felt he was a a a prospect, a fighter to look a fighter to watch out for. And now at this age, I think he's what, 34, 35? Think... 30, 35 years old. Is this too little too late? What's your take on this fight? That's honestly He's thirty five. I looked it up. Right okay, now. he's thirty five. <clears throat> That's really what part of the story. One of the reasons of how what who I'm picking for this fight. Um, no suspense here. I got David Benavidez winning this fucking fight. I'm gonna give him. Uh, I'm gonna give. I, I'm gonna give Boo Boo some credit. I think he will hang in there. I think he will be. He will be fucking busted up, beat up, and I think at the end Benavidez wins by points. Why? Boo Boo hasn't looked that great lately. Boo Boo hasn't looked great at all. You know. He, I remember the the day the days when he was in the in the middleweight division, and and I'm thinking like, oh shit, like he's gonna have a chance with Canelo. He has a good chance of beating Canelo. That aura for me is is long gone now, because he hasn't looked good lately. So if this was the 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 booboo that was looking incredible, I the the, the scale would have been tipped a little bit more to 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 booboo, but the scale is tipping way more. To Benavides for me is because of that. Boo Boo's not the same. I think this is gonna be a good meal <laughs> for Benavides. Wow. The fucking monster, as Mike Tyson wants to call him, the monster. I think Benavides is gonna have a good fucking time beating the shit out of Boo Boo. Boo Boo looked great, probably in three fucking rounds, I would say. But after that, Benavides, I think he's just gonna fucking, I don't wanna say maul him, but kind of similar to what he kind of did to uh, Kayla Plant. So you got Benavides by decision? I got Benavides by decision. Round by round. Just blooding him up. Beating him up. That's how I see it. That's how I really see it, man. Mitch is not the same. If he was the same guy that was, uh, again, in the middleweight division back in, what, 20, 2018, 2017, mm-hmm. right? Um, I would have I given him a good chance of beating Benavides. But I don't see him beating him. He doesn't... It's not looking good for for Boo Boo in my opinion, really. If he fucking wins, look at that. He finally gets a pretty good opportunity now to fight the guy that he's wanted to be wanting to fight for years. Imagine he puts up a good fight though. Like he puts up a great fight. If he puts up a good fucking fight, I mean good for him. He has an opportunity to make more fucking money with other fighters. Yeah. You get me? Like, okay, he's marketable. You can still put him with other good fucking fighters. I think that will be his what's we're looking for? Maybe that's a way he can get some dignity after fucking losing. All right, but I got Benavides winning actually. Yeah, but this, this, I think this is gonna be a good fight. I think it's gonna be a great fight. Uh, no winner fight clip for this one. No. Uh, we may go live with uh, Gabe. Gabe's coming over. Me and him are gonna meet him. We're gonna just watch fight, drink some whiskey. So we may here and there interact with some of the fans on mm-hmm. on the on um, Instagram. So check it out. All right, David Benavides is on the tear right now. He's a uh, Basically, the mo- the Mexican monster, they're calling mm-hmm. him right now. His last fight was good. 
got outboxed early. Got outboxed early by yeah. Plant. Plant couldn't keep up the pace. Benavides steamrolled him. Couldn't get the stoppage either. Um, but I feel that the more he moves up in talent, the less we're going to see of him knocking motherfuckers out. Yeah. I think he's just going to be a bruiser. He's going to bruise guys for 12 right. rounds. Um, oh, I see it, yeah. The only way I see someone stopping Benavides is if you land a punch and make him think twice. And Caleb Plant wasn't able to do that. I I will say this, and I'm probably going to shock people. Demetrius Andre can punch. Demetrius Andre, if he can plant his feet, will punch. Sometimes he'll like to stand in there and jab and box and stink up the joint in a sense. I think Benavides, Benavides gets outboxed. I think that's kind of his problem. He gets outboxed, and when he gets warmed up, that's when he starts picking up the pace, raising the heat. And unless, you know, you can smack him pretty good in the chin and kind of back him the fuck off a little bit to make mm-hmm. him think twice about stepping in there, yep. you know, put some respect on it, he's going to steamroll you. I think this is a closer fight than I think people are anticipating. I get where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. At 35, Demetrius Andre does not have a lot of wear and tear on him. I get it. Age catches up to everybody. Father time catches up to everybody. If Demetrius Andre takes, has taken care of himself, he's fought tomato cans. He's, hasn't had a, he hasn't had a lot of fights where he's been in a scrap. But it's a good thing and a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Because we don't know how his body's going to react at 35 years old. No. But we know he doesn't have a lot of ring wear on him. You know, he's gone he's gotten the distance so he knows what to do in the championship rounds. Benavides is just a guy that just bruises you, just you know, boom, 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 boom. I got Benavides winning split decision. Wow. <clears throat> I w- I don't see him knocking him down. I don't see him knocking him out. I see I, I just see Demetrius Andre sticking his jab. I see Demetrius Andre doing what he did in the first fight in his first fight at PBC and try to get a knockout early. But I think he's going to be smart about it and not try to blow his load like he did in the, in the fight he did there. <laughs> I think he's going to try to go in there and get some respect out of Benavides. So Benavides, yeah. when Benavides finally warms up, he's not going to steamroll like he did against Caleb Plant. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to be moments. I think they're going to be moments where Benavides gets a couple rounds, win, uh, wins rounds, and I think there'll be a couple rounds where Demetrius Andrew wins rounds. What I think is going to make the difference is the youth. Demetrius Andre, you've been fighting tomato cans. You're used to a certain diet. Yeah. Benavides, he got that taste of competitive fighting with Caleb Plant. He liked it. Yep. He came out. We all thought he won. I think it'll be the same thing. I think that he's going to go in there. He's going to get outboxed, warms up. It's going to be competitive. But I think the pace and the youth is, is on his side. Yeah. I don't think Demetrius Andre can handle it. And Demetrius Andre is going to have to go in there and fight a phone booth fight. He's going to have to engage him. And that's in Benavides' wheelhouse. That's Benavides' fucking playground. You're fighting his rules now. And I think there'll be moments where Benavides is just mauling him on the ropes, mauling him. Um, and I think there'll be moments where Dimitri Sanchez is going to be able to fight him off. But I think as the rounds keep getting you know closer to the end, it'll be few in between. It's just going to be he's just going to get overwhelmed. And then I think he'll just be in survival mode. I'd rather yeah. just... I'd rather go to the distance. I think he's going to think, I want. I did enough to win the fight. I just, I'm just i going to coast it. And Benavides is going to keep fucking chasing him like oh, a yeah. fucking monster. For Benavides, this is a great win under his belt. Oh, yeah. 
he would have victory. taken out two former world champs. Um, and would excite people to want to see him face Canelo. For Demetrius Andre, to, a loss like this at 35 years old, depending, like I said to you, depending how he loses. If he, if he loses with if he loses in a competitive fight, you got Charlo, you got Plant. Exactly. There's options for you. Mm-hmm. You fighting maybe you can get that Billy Joe Sanders fight. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I know Billy Joe's thinking about coming back. Mm-hmm. You can get those fights. If he loses in a one sided beatdown, I don't see him coming back. I think he takes his last PBC Showtime check. Mm-hmm. I'm out. I'm out. Yeah, I don't have it. The possibility. Yeah. I'm out of here. Because at 35 years old, you want you squandered your career away. Signing a matchroom, but with the idea of oh, we'll get you the Canelo fight, we'll get you the Danny Jacobs fight. You never did. We'll get you a Chavez fight. They didn't even do that for him. <laughs> they didn't get him shit. You squandered your fucking career away. You got paid, but you squandered it away while everyone else was playing around, playing with each other and fighting each other. You got squandered away. At thirty-five, a win like that, he needs a win. He knows he needs the. This is the fight, a good fight because Benavides needs this to. Build up the momentum for the fans to demand him to fight Canelo. Mm-hmm. For Canelo to fight him. Yeah. Demetrius Andrew needs this to stay relevant in a, in a division and in a, in a boxing community at this moment that just says, why are you still here? <laughs> and those are the type of fights you like because they both have reasons why they need to win need big. To win. Yep. And that's why I think it's going to be a it's going to be a split decision because I think Early on, it's going to be Demetrius Andre's boxing skills. The guy can box. No, oh, he can, yeah. And Benavides is a slow starter. Yeah. And I think he'll start slow. And I think Demetrius Andre knows I have four rounds to make a dent in this guy. So when he does warm up, he'll think twice, and he'll fight my style of fighting, which will, mm-hmm. which is cat, you know, trying to box. Yeah. But if he can't make a dent in four rounds... <sighs> It's just going to be, I'm warmed up, I'm going to be a roller coaster, and I'm going to come after you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be a freight train, I'm going to be a fucking tank, I'm going to just come after you. And there's nothing you can do about it. No. Because that's what happened to Caleb Plant. Caleb Plant never hit him with anything to make him think. No. He did great boxing him, moving, slipping and sliding, countering when he can. But it was nothing, not enough for that Benavides to go back and be like, yeah, I got to watch out because I can't keep walking into that mm-hmm. shot. Because if I yeah. walk in, he's going to fucking kill yeah. me. He's going <laughs> to knock my head off. You don't make him. You don't make. If you can't do that to him, then he's gonna walk right over you. Mm-hmm. That's what he did to Caleb Plant. That's why he busted up Plant. Same thing here. Demetrius Angelinjaman has four rounds to make an impact, and that will dictate the rest of the fight. Yeah. In four rounds, if he doesn't fucking hurt him, if he doesn't make him respect his power, mm-hmm. Benavides is just gonna walk right through everything, and it's gonna be the phone booth type of fight. It's gonna be moments where. Like that, where Benavides is walking him down, walking him down, and, and, and Demetrius Andre's going to have to fight his way out of the ropes. He's going to land a couple shots here mm-hmm. and there, and it's going to be a back and forth, back and forth. But I think as soon as the championship, as soon as it starts hitting the ninth, tenth round, that's where I think Demetrius Andre's going to go into survival mode yeah. and be like, you know what? I'm going to just fucking box this guy. I'm going to just move around, kill time, and just take it to the school cards. I may have done enough to win the fight. Mm-hmm. And I think it'll be a close fight. I think people saying that Benavides is going to run over this guy is... Nah, you're not giving Demetrius Andre credit. Great amateur career. Mm-hmm. He squandered his career, but he's he stayed active. I'm looking at his thing. The man stayed active. Yeah. You know, he fought in 2023. He fought. He fought twice in 2021. He just he took of 20. He took 22 2022 off. Okay, whatever. I mean, Eddie Hearns kept him active. He fought one time in yeah, 2020. That was COVID. Whatever. 
He fought two two times in 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 twenty twenty nine. The uh, one time in twenty twenty eight, two times in twenty twenty seven. He he's, he was an active fighter. I'll give Eddie Hearn credit. He kept him active. Mm-hmm. Kept kept him active. So there's nothing. You know, he and he fought twenty twenty three. So he fought in a. Oh, he fought in the undercard of Tank Davis actually. He Did fought. He? Yes. Okay. He was the second opener for Tank. Wow. Fuck. Wow. So he kept active. He fought in January. Yeah. So you've only it's been nine months since your last fight. Nine wow. months. That's not bad. No. Active fighter. So I, that's why I think for people to be like, oh, you know, he's a old prospect. Yeah, an old prospect who doesn't, who's kept active, mm-hmm. been winning, doesn't have a lot of, he has never been in a couple, he hasn't been in wars. No. He's fresh. It's just that he's stepping up in competition. Both guys are stepping up in competition. Yeah. We just saw Kayla Plant versus Benavides, so we know Kayla Plant can be there. Can Demetrius Andre take it to that level? Mm-hmm. Is what we're going to find out Saturday. I think, He'll come short. Really? I think he'll come short. Like I said, he'll come up short. I think Benavides at the moment is riding this fucking wave of momentum. If he can stay clear from the cocaine, if he can make the weight, that's a guy you should be worried about not making weight because I'm hearing him, I'm hearing them talking about going up to a light heavyweight now. Wow. They said, if we can't get the Canelo fight, fuck super middleweight. We're moving up to light heavyweight. We're going to go fight Bivol. We want to fight the better BF. That's who we want. That makes sense because after this fight, really, who else? Benavides can go. I mean, it's it's Canelo, really. It's all easy. Canelo. He wants a Canelo fight, and that makes sense. If he's if for some reason he's not gonna get it, yeah, well, one seventy five. He has to show something tonight, this Saturday night, to convince. That's what I'm saying. He needs his wimp. He needs to win convincingly. Like I get it. He yeah. needs to beat the shit out of this guy. Yeah, I get like, it. Like if it's a one sided beat down and mm-hmm. this guy's busted up, then people are gonna be like. Yo, what Canelo? What are you gonna do? <laughs> this guy, this guy just ran through two contenders right now. Yep. What are you gonna do? Then I think that's when the money and the momentum's gonna, mm-hmm. the money and the talk is gonna persuade Canelo. Be like, all right, fine. Let's do single mile. Come on. Team Oberino, not right. even Team Over. Let's do a Allegiant Stadium. Make it well. Fuck. When uh, do you don't that. think Benavides Canelo can sell out? I'm pretty sure they can sell Allegiant Stadium. One, yeah. Cinco de, Cinco de Mayo weekend? Yeah. At least close to it, yeah. They could attempt that shit. That seats, what, 60, 70,000? Yeah, uh, 70, 80, I think, thousand. Yeah. Dude, Cinco de Mayo weekend? One. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cinco de Mayo weekend. Yeah. Especially if they promote the Mexican monster yeah. <laughs> versus the king. Yeah. King Canelo. King Canelo. They, they can do that. If they promote it very well, yeah. Depending on the network they go yeah. to? Yeah, that, that too. Fuck, that's very true, depending on the if, network. If they do this with Fox, you know Fox is going to promote the shit out of it. Yeah. ESPN, like whoever PBC decides to go with, who knows? They might just sell the. They might put up the fight up for bid. Like, hey, who wants a who wants a host? Yeah, that's for who true. Who wants yeah. to host this fight? <laughs> that could fucking happen. Yes, the zone. You want them back? All right. <laughs> Fuck you. Pay me. ESPN. You guys want this fight? ESPN, Fuck you. Exactly. Pay me. Yep. UFC Fight Pass. I heard you talking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. Pay me. You. You know what I mean? Yep. So we'll see what happens. Um, I can't wait for this fight. I think it's a whole uh, great card. Yeah. I'm going to watch it with the Carnitas King. Like I said, mm-hmm. we're probably going to be on Instagram Live here and there. Awesome. Not too much. Um, is that it? That's pretty much it, man. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you guys enjoyed your Thanksgiving with your family. Oh, yes. Uh, no new episode of uh, Ram Lackaholics taking a week off. No new episode of uh, Geek In, Geek Out. We're still waiting to see what the fuck we're going to do. Yeah. Um, ships might be a new episode next week. Keep an eye on that. 
Um, other than that, guys, enjoy yourselves. Be safe. Yes, please be safe. Drink responsibly. Yeah. Overeat. <laughs> and then go to the That's gym to work it out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> don't forget to follow us on all major platforms. Um, don't forget to listen to this podcast on all major platforms. Mm-hmm. Also, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at the JMBRA Boxing Pod OG1. Um, the link is in the bio, so if you guys want to follow us on Instagram as we'll go live, mm-hmm. go for it. We like it. Like, comment, subscribe. Other than that, enjoy yourself. Yep. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. This is all I got. This is all I got.